Blog Talk Radio. I think at one time or another we've all questioned as to whether all that we see and, and are experiencing in our world has some sort of a rational plan behind it. Because we understand now that both the Republican and the Democratic Party in our country are basically run by the same people. The same money finances both sides. We now know, of course, through the work of many historians who have spent their life working on research to show us that both sides of world conflicts have always been financed by the same people. And as I've said before, there seems to be a, a method to the madness going on in the world. We know, of course, that we cannot depend on our leaders. Our leaders are misleaders. There is a science that they're following. They have their own agenda, and it doesn't include you. What your government pays for, it gets. If you are paid to do something for the government, they will extract from you exactly what they have paid for. When we understand that, then we look at universities and schools, government-financed institutions of education, and see the kind of students and the kind of education that's being turned out by these government finance schools, logic will tell you that if what is being turned out in those schools was not in accord with what the state and the federal government wanted, then it would change it. The bottom line is that the government is getting what they have ordered. They're getting what they have paid for. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. That is why our country and our world has become so proliferated with entertainments, mass media, game shows, television shows, amusement parks, drugs, alcohol, and every kind of entertainment to keep the human mind entertained so that you don't get in the way of important people by doing too much thinking. You had better wake up and understand that there are people who are guiding your life and you don't even know it. And all American citizens, I think, have suspected something like this is going on. But we're all too busy trying to stay alive and live our lives and after all, what can one person do about it? This is the most powerful government the world has ever known. They have, a, they have the ability to get a hold on Adolf Hitler. Fifty years ago, he had a standing army, the greatest navy, air force, military, secret underworld organizations operating throughout the world. But this government got a hold on Adolf Hitler because it chose to and it wanted to. And if you do not pay your income taxes, they will find you if you go to the Amazon jungle. And they will make an example of you. They will find you and they will deal with you. And you know it. But for some reason they're unable to get a handle on drugs and the crime in the streets for some reason. All right, everybody, Joseph Gibson, podcasting here, understanding the times in which we live today. 
Hopefully everybody can hear me fine. Uh, I don't know if the sound is working out, but uh, all right here on the podcast here. I don't know if I switched over or not. Yeah, right. Uh, hopefully everyone can hear me fine. Um, let me see. Let me connect to my other other uh, microphone here. I'm on the phone right now. That's why. So I did invite a few people on here tonight to, to come and join me and talk about a few uh, things. Um, what amazes me though, is that I was sent a video, I was sent a video and it was from a friend of mine down in Florida. It was a TikTok clip and it had to do with, I probably sent, maybe some of you are listening right now. You might've gotten it. It had a U.S. uh, female. She was a female, a U.S. army soldier. It was a female and she was talking about if you... Uh, ignore my order when I tell you to get back in your house, then you're an enemy and I, and I will point and I will shoot you basically. Basically what she's saying is if they declare martial law, you're the enemy. And if you don't do what she says, she will shoot and kill you. So I, and that's a video on TikTok. I don't know if some of you may have seen it about 23 seconds long. I'm not going to play it. Well, I sent it out to about oh, 60, 70 people, and I had one person who is uh, a Christian, one of these Christians out in California, who I've known for about oh, well, God, 25 years, 30 years now. And uh, he replied back to me in a text message. He said, don't you ever send me anything like that ever again. Dare you send me something like that. And <laughs> lose my number. That's what he said. This is this is the problem because well I've had debates with this individual and, and I'm getting to my point here. These are the pastors and the Christians out there who are the holy rollers, the Bible thumpers out there that we're only passing through this world and you know and the rapture is going to come and we're going to get raptured out of here. So you don't need to worry about what's going on with the government. You don't need to worry. You don't need to stand up. You don't need to fight any wars. You just need to collect that money every Wednesday and every Thursday and every Sunday. That's all you need to do. Yep, because that's what they're all about. Because that's what's important to them. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, that individual sent me back that text. You know, matter of fact, you sent me another text. I pull it up later on and show you something a big long message where but he said lose my number again and that's fine that's fine and I told him I was going to talk about him here earlier if he had the guts to call in and justify why he was upset by that about that text message but they won't because these Christians are phony they're fake they're scary they're scared of their own they, they won't stand up for nothing they won't have no backbone anymore in this country and that's the problem the conservatives are so weak it's pathetic we need to make these libertars out there just as uncomfortable. And and if you got a friend that's one, you know what? It, make them feel unwelcome. This is our republic. We got this Biden leading us into World War III with China. This, he is so weak and pathetic. These libertars out there, we've allowed them to hijack our elections, steal the elections openly now, pretty much. And whether you like Donald Trump or not. What they did to him, arresting him, 34 counts, ridiculous, abusing the justice system, using it as a weapon, which they've been doing that for years against us, the middle class and the poor, right? They've been doing that to us. 
And I'm just surprised that more of the poor people out there or the minority community or whatnot don't recognize that as what they've done. I just don't understand that. Maybe it's because they're weak and pathetic, and they want a new world order. They want the government to take care of them. They want to be marked. They want to, be, they want to have a, an electronic chip. They want to be told what to do, right? Pathetic. Pathetic. But yeah, uh, you know. again, recap. This, this Christian friend of mine lose his number. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. Depart from me, pal. Depart from me. I never knew you. Because any woman that says that she's going to point a gun at me and I need to obey martial law or, or and, and she's wearing our United States Army military uniform, she's a traitor to the republic. And she is a bitch. And I will call a woman a bitch that does that. And got a problem with that? Too bad. Because in the end, the republic will defeat you. Your new world order will fail. It will crumble. It's destined to collapse. Good will prevail over evil. And we got to ride it out. Some of us won't make it there to the end. But you know what? A lot of us will. And if you do the right thing and you stand up for what's right and you build the righteous army and you come together and you do the right thing and you stand up. I know we got a lot of issues out there we're fighting. We're, standing, we're fighting so many issues on the front right now. We don't know which way to go. But if we can unite and come together... And we can weed out these weak, pathetic. And you know what? We need to go after those Christians. We need to make get. They need. We, we got to get rid of those people. We, they got to go. Make them feel unwelcome. Make them not welcomed in your neighborhood. Make them not welcomed if you live next door to you. Don't say hello to them. As a matter of fact, be rude to them. Because we don't want them. They are a sickness to our republic. They are destroying our republic. They are weak and pathetic. What we know, what we know in our conscience is right, putting the full armor of God on and going out there and standing up to evil. Evil flourishes when good men do nothing. That's the oldest saying in the book. Come on, man. Why can't we unite more together? I'm on a podcast show last night, seven, eight, nine, ten people on the phone. Where are you guys tonight? Why aren't you over here with me now? We've got to come together. It's not about one person saying anything. It's not about one show. It's about all of us working together. You've got the time. You can't spend a minute here. I mean, uh, ten minutes over here. Come on. we got to work together. Our voices have got to be heard. Numbers. Numbers. We do have to have numbers. It's not quality. It don't matter. We have to have numbers. That's what's going to shake these people up. That's what the new world order is afraid of. Us coming together and uniting. Let me take my first caller here. Go ahead. Uh, I see a bunch of hands up here, so I won't keep you waiting long. I don't like doing that to people. So, And you are unscreened, uncensored. So let me take my first caller first. Uh, that's 305, then 234, and then 480, and then a couple 111 numbers. Go ahead, 305. Hey, Joseph. How you doing, brother? It's Mike with RighteousArmy.org and TheBigVirusHoax.com. Uh, I'm glad, I'm glad you, you jumped in here. Yeah. Yeah, man. I got your text, too. And and the bottom line is, yeah, they're, you know, you, you're even calling them Christians when they're not really even Christians. So, you know, as we know, a great many people that are in the 501c3 churches today aren't true Christians. They're just insecure, fearful people who want to get along in this world, and they don't stand on God's principles and morals and God's law and God's morality. 
and what he intended and designed for humanity. They're, they're, they're pulled into the ways of this world. And then they'll use little trivial things like somebody used a foul word. or something. No, you're right. You say it like it is. Um, I, I said it like it was in your meeting last night. Anything, anybody who was offended by anything that I said in, in, in that last uh, meeting or radio show you had that we were talking on um, is godless. They're not a real Christian, even if they call themselves a Christian. And they, they are in the category of those um, that the Bible refers to Jesus saying, when they come up to me, I will say, depart from me, you worker of sin, I never knew you. Um, many people that claim to be Christians that, that are not, they just, they, they just like the title. They like the comfort of a church pew, and they like the, the comfort of, of feeling that they're trusting in some, uh, you know, articulate speaker up on, uh, on top of the, you know, pulpit, um, giving them a sense of, of false security. Yeah, yeah. you're so absolutely the, correct. Yeah, you're absolutely correct on that, that point, not to cut you off, but yeah, and, and, and look, we've got so many issues out there. We've got the CPS. We, we talk about this with uh, – I'm reaching out to people, children being kidnapped left and right from their mother and father out there. I mean, they're, they're just snatched up from the hospital, they, they, uh, and we know what they're doing, and it's disgusting. And, and, and the court, family courts, family courts, totally unconstitutional court, does shouldn't even exist. I mean, uh, it, it's insane. I just can't believe this. That more people aren't standing up and rising up to, 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 to come together. That's what we all want to talk about tonight. Building this righteous army where we can come together, unite, network together. No, whether it's my platform, your platform, the next guy's platform, who cares? I don't care. You know, but as long as we can come together and put our, our pennies and our quarters and our dollars together and our time, whether we got an hour or two hours or a day, whatever, or ten minutes even, I don't care. If we can put it all together and come together and unite and bring those numbers and let the corporate media and, and the new world order know how strong we can get and go, then, hey, man. That's what I wanted to try to do. And, and Mike, I'm, I'm going to connect uh, Cave here, 234, wait, and then I got 480, okay? So let me connect Cave here real quick. So go ahead there, 234. Um, Good stand afternoon. Line, How are we doing? I'm doing all right. Good to hear your voice. Hey, you finally sound like me a little bit. I'm sick of all their bullshit. They're a bunch of Zionists, <laughs> fake Christians. They're fake. They're people that don't have any sense of the, the word religion or believe in Jesus Christ. Now, and they are so embedded into the political system, it's unbelievable. You hit the, you are going to piss off probably half of America, whoever's listening, because you are over the target. Call them out, pray <laughs> to their face, and let them know because if a transgender or someone that claims to be a patriot or even a politician that's an American that calls me a domestic terrorist, i got something for you. Come see me. That's it. That's yeah. all there is to it. They need to be confronted, and then more people will see that. I mean, the way the confrontations are going, we have a serious problem here in Akron now again tonight with like, apparently a teacher got the hell beat out of her. And really? They are dead set, yes, they're dead set against uh, guns in school. They don't want to put anybody in school. They don't even want to defund, they want to defund the police, of course. But the biggest problem is 
They expect you, if you are assaulted in this shit box town, because that's what it is, and it's liberal, and it's democratic, and it's a sanctuary city. It's a sanctuary shitty is what it is. And yeah, yeah. You can't defend yourself if you're a And, 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 and callers out there, callers that are listening, let me just say this real quick. I, I saw 480 dropped off there. They wanted to jump in here. They had their hand up. Uh, hey, look, I, I can't get to everybody. I can't get to everybody at once. You know, I understand people got something to do or you might be at work or whatever. I get that. But, you know, some people, uh, I can't get to everybody at once. Everybody's got, i got to go down the line in the order that the calls came in. So I'm sorry, you know, so I, a couple people dropped off. Hey. They're probably them fake callers anyway, making all that racket they like yeah, to do. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, honest to God, it, it is very aggravating to think that when you just go to the gas station, like I'm driving right now, and I'm watching this libtard in front of me with her purple hair. I just run right over the top of her car because the people behind me are, like, beeping their horn because I, got a, I had a Trump sticker. I had one. I'm done with him. He's, he's <laughs> you understand that. You understand it. He accepted Judaism as his religion. You know that, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Judaism, yeah, well, and, and that's, we, we can get into that, too, and that's very, very important that we do because, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I'm not trying to, I'm not going to fall into, like Mike said, the pigeon-toed thing there where I, I hate this person, I hate this race of people. No, I don't hate anybody. I can't stand evil, and I can't stand sin, no matter what race or what group you're a part of. Judaism is a bad situation all the way around. And if you look into it, people would just research it. Look it up and what they expect of people that don't follow them. They want us dead. It's, yeah, and yeah. And I saw I mean, that, actually. Talk, I saw a lot of stuff on that. Man, it's bad. I mean, you get into the yeah, can go make, can make a comment on that, guys? Again, just, yeah, just yeah, go ahead, because I got these two callers I had waiting. They dropped off. I don't know why they dropped off. I yeah, can guess, yes, maybe. You know, 90% of the Hang on. Go ahead, yeah, Mike. Mike wants to comment there, Tave. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, just, you know, just, just to keep Tave and you and, and me and everybody else's head above water here, um, because as, jo- as you indicated, Joseph, they do have a PSYOP going on also to get people to fall into where they can – you know, pigeonhole them and call them, you know, anti-Semites and whatnot. Where, where Tave is coming from is he's coming from the perspective of there's a whole lot of information out there that deals yeah. with a, really a certain sect of Judaism that holds yep. to the Talmud, you know, and Babylonian teachings and child sacrifice at the top. And, and they tend to have a far reach into the Jewish community. Now, having said yep. that, obviously there's a whole bunch of people that we may understand are Jewish or identify as Jewish, that go to the synagogue every Saturday. I mean, if we look at people like Matt Walsh, who speaks out against transgenderism better than anybody, he's Jewish. Uh, If we look at people like, uh, um, what's his name, Um, who he speaks with, Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro is always saying it like it is in terms of, you know, moral realities in society. So there is a fine line between people who can be understood to be Jewish you know, that go to temple on the Sabbath. So what, right there, they're keeping the Lord's Sabbath, not Sunday. They're keeping the, the fourth commandment. They, they abide by the food laws. They don't put, you know, filthy, rotten pork in their systems, right, uh, which nobody should be doing just based on common sense. They abide by the food laws. They maintain racial purity. They don't believe in having extra racial uh, marital relationships. So in many ways, 
You know, my son and I have been trying to uncover this juice up for quite some time because some of the greatest minds that I've gotten to know over the last couple of years are completely entrenched in what I call the Jews life. Oh, it's the damn Jews. It's the fucking Jews. Excuse my French, but that's what they say. It's the damn Jews, the damn Jews. And I wrote a letter to Governor Ron DeSantis, and it's on the website, RighteousArmy.org, where I delineate exactly, you know, that there needs to be clarification because the people who are speaking out against Jews, quote-unquote, are the people who understand who have an understanding through much research and through many sources that are out there that they're, they're talking about the people that own the Fed, own the, the Hollywood, own all the mass media, can manipulate the narrative. They're the ones pushing all the perversion into the world. They own the global banking system, and they identify as Jews. You know, and one of the things that trips this up is the point I made about the, the good people we know that are Jewish, like my neighbor who comes over my house a couple times for dinner, my best friend from high school who played drums who's Jewish, who I always wanted to play in a band with. My attorney who got custody of my son for me, who was an awesome guy who's Jewish, Albert Diamond. There's great people that are Jewish. But that upper echelon, right, there's a, the people that are involved with that upper echelon tier of wanting to have this New World Order, One World Government agenda, who are all identified as being Jewish, like the people that Donald Trump appointed into his cabinet uh, again, the people that own the Fed, run the Fed, run the world banks, um, they yep. might not even be Jews or they're a certain sect of Jews. Because, again, Revelation yep. 2, 9 and 3, 9 says those who call themselves Jews but are not, they are liars. I will cause them to fall down at your feet and acknowledge that I love you. So a lot of people, especially Christians, don't even understand what Judaism is. Um, you they, know, have, they, they, have this, they have this false idea that, 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 that the nation state called Israel over there is the Israelites, and they're the Jews. That's not the case at all. Um, not at it's all. the Messiah. So yeah, I just want to put that out for clarity for people. No, no you know, and, and Dave, Dave sent me a message earlier. He said he wants to, 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 to uh, also coincide to build the army, the righteous army, or uh, Oath Keepers back up. Uh, well, what were you referring to there, Dave, when you sent me that message? If you want to talk about it now, I understand if you don't want to, but, you know, it's, it's, I, there's no hold barred on this show. I always like to put everything transparency out in the open, you know? I sent you a message about the Oath Keepers. Yeah, you sent me. Yeah, you sent me a message. Uh, uh, you said, uh, "Yeah, I'll, I'll read the message again." You said, uh, uh, "What is it?" You said you wanted to. Um, hang on, let me get back to it here. You know, you said, uh, "You said, uh, will you help me build a national movement for the for for the the people backed by all oath keepers that has a solution for every problem we have uh, with our constitutionality?" And I well, said, "Yeah, I will." What were you drunk? Me. <laughs> well, I've been sober eight years. I'm telling you right now, I, I've never said, I've never sent that message. Oh, this is somebody that. else. Oh, my bad, my bad. This is somebody else. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look at me. And this oh. person wanted to come on tonight. That was probably my 480. Waiting on you to talk. To talk. Hang on, I'm sending him a message right now. This is somebody else. Like Mike said. There's, there's the elite. There's a group of these people that have been in power, and it comes down through the bloodline of Cain. That side of the whole lineage of, of humans has the demon seed of Satan, and they cannot. This is where they run rampant at, and they've been in power, they've stayed in power, and they've manipulated things to where now they have a very, very, very big stranglehold on it, and Christians have no clue. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, this is, you see, this is what I get, though, you know, and I don't understand, you know, we're, we're, this really upsets me, and, I, and Mike had this problem, and Mike, this is the same problem I run into, so I'm in the same boat as you. You put the word out about the show, people contact you and say, hey, yeah, I want to come on, I want to do this, yeah, let's do this, let's do this, and you, and you put it out there, and you send it out to everybody, and nobody comes. You know, you, the numbers, the, you know, you, you, you get a, you know, nobody wants to show up and, and do what they say they want to do, yep. you know? <laughs> Let me interject a thought on that. Because even beyond that, Joseph, even beyond that, even deeper and more significant than that is that so many of them just want to come on a show. No, what about what are you doing in your community to be a leader and to start rounding up and rallying like-minded men and women in your county, in your city, in your state? That's even the bigger picture because so many of them, as you know, when I was doing the Righteous Army, um, you know, militia, uh, national militia meetings for six months, it was like they all found like a li- this little self, you know, sense of, of like they're doing something because they're coming to a, a, a Zoom meeting. No, that doesn't mean yeah. jack. That's just for us to well, well, some people other. get nervous. What are you though? doing? Some people get town? nervous, Mike. Mike, some people will get nervous, though. Some people will get, you know, because even me, even me with the big mouth I got, you know, uh, you know, I remember when I first started doing the podcast, and I was a little bit nervous. I was like, you know, uh, you know, uh, I, I don't know what to talk about. I don't know what to say, you know, and I don't know how to do a podcast. And I really did in the beginning. If you listen to some of my really first shows, I was like, I'm talking like I didn't know what to do, you know. But yeah, I got a hang of it after a while, and I just started talking. I said, the hell with it. And then when people started attacking me, then the tiger in me came out, and I was like, hell, I'm fighting back, you know? And, you know, and, and that's how I started steamrolling. So, you know, but, but, yeah, some, but some people get nervous. I think there needs to be more people that do the podcast that just don't do them for the sake of showing their face, for the sake of doing the research and trying to inform people because regular media sucks. Mainstream media yeah, doesn't it does. do anything but so, And people that, like myself that have gone completely away from that, gone off that grid – I took seven days about two months ago, and so I'm going to stop doing everything I'm doing. I'm going to go back to the way it was. I'm going to go watch my local channels. I'm going to watch CNN. I'm going to tell you what. If you aren't brainwashed to hear the repetitive, same, ignorant, stupid stuff from these people and can't see it, you, you, you deserve probably to walk the short plank. I mean, that's – Yeah. If you yeah. podcast that you're doing or the calls – there's people that need to put out information. That, I mean, cause I and this isn't stuff. even on Zoom. You're not even showing your face. You can call in from a private number and block your number, and you can be totally anonymous. Nobody's going to know who you are. So if you don't have the courage to do that, then I start getting a little bit worried. What's your true intention is then? Exactly. You know? Exactly. Exactly. They're, they're the, and the ones we've got to worry about because they're, they're the ones that lay in the shadows and wait in groups, and they're, and they're going to pounce, you know, and that's – well, well, you know what, Mike and Tave, you know what, Tave and Mike, you know what won't worries me too, a lot of these Facebook posts and everything, I worry if they're all just government agents and, and psyops anyway, like they'll post up, oh, I got to save this person and this person's in trouble and, and we, we, we really need your help and I'm willing to stand up for parents' rights and this and that, but, but then you get them in a the corner and you say, okay, I'm willing to help you and they're nowhere to be found, you know. So it's like maybe they, you know, maybe they're FBI fishing, you know. We watch. That's a good point. There's a lot of that going on. A lot of that going on. 
Now, Jim yeah. Jordan has been singing this song that he's going to do so much. He talks like he has a golden shield, and he's going to stomp everybody into the dirt, a mud hole, and walk it dry. Well, here. I don't see him doing shit. But talk. <laughs> Jim Jordan, yeah. you suck. <laughs> I'm so aggravated because the people that are committing crimes against children, against the elderly, against people in general are not being held accountable for what they should be held accountable for. Because if you yeah. and I did it, we're going to jail. Yeah. Well, that video Mike sent me. Go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. No. Now, I just want to interject a quick thought, too, that, uh, you know, the, the big problem that, that's seldom addressed, and I address it all the time, but it, it seldom comes up and needs to come up more, is the fact that the media, the media, that means – the, the Hollywood movies, the television shows, the TV, you know, the gaming industry, all the media out there is, is, is essentially the ultimate problem because it has people in a trance. It hypnotizes people. It stupefies people. It dumbs them down. It entertains them. It pacifies them. It misleads them. It deceives them. The media is, if there was a Satan, it's the media. You know what I mean? It, 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 yeah. If yeah. there's a Satan... That's his number one tool. Um, the media completely has people defunct. But go ahead, what you were going to yeah. say, Joseph, about the video. Well, what yeah. I want to say is that, you know, is that we, we, we get these people that, like you said, you know, we round them up and get them to call in and, and unite the people. And I, and you've filled up your Zoom room uh, a lot where where it just it's weird. It's, I guess it's the, the laws of average. I don't know the maximum of the way things are. I don't know the maxims of the law, like they like to say. I don't know. It's like when I get to the end of the podcast, my phone lines will get loaded and, and, and I run out of time. But then I'm in the beginning of the podcast and it's like, you know, I got one or two, three, four, five people and that's it. You know, but I get to the end and I got 20 or 30 wanting to call, talk. But then you know, it's like, like I just said earlier, people say, you know, they're on Facebook or Twitter saying, hey, I'm trying to raise money for this cause. I, my kids were just kidnapped or or uh, this person's in trouble. And But then you say, okay, I'm coming to help you. I'm willing to help you. Meet me here at such and such a time. And they don't show up. You know, it's right. kind of like that fight after school, you know, the guy, you know, the big bully. <laughs> okay, meet me after school in the parking lot, you know, and he doesn't show up, you know. What were you going to say about that video? I wanted you oh, to, oh, oh, the, the video, the video, yes, the video. Let me get back to that, the video. That's a very key point there. The video that, Mike, you sent me with the woman. The, the the army uh, uh, I guess she was army uh, marine I don't know what she was but but you you outlined it where hey hey this is the the bitch that you wanted to see or something I think you said or this is the right. well, the yeah, bitch the, that, the bull dyke the, the bull dyke bitch right the bull dyke yeah bitch yeah 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 that's, yeah that's, well that's I don't know if you heard my intro or not but I I sent yeah did. I sent that out to about eighty people and about eighty seventy five eighty people and uh, out of all seventy five eighty people one person came back, and he was a diehard Christian that said that you know he said lose my number, and I get and I've known this guy for 25 years, and he's scared to now now talk. He won't call in, he won't do anything, and 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 he said that that was offensive for me to call her a bitch. Uh, why is it offensive for me to call her a bitch? Why? I, I don't understand. What who is she offended? Right. <laughs> what the hell? Not only that, but but you know if if the guy claims to be a Christian, he he needs to. 
you know, look at, uh, you know, the fact that, that, that Yeshua, Jesus Christ, was not this passive little meek, hippie, peace, love, and happiness guy with no. a peace sign and roses going around greeting everybody. He was actually creating whips and chasing the elites out of the church, calling them murderers and thieves and liars. You know, what's worse yeah, being called a bitch or a murderer, thief, and a liar? Yeah. He's coming back yeah. with a sword for a yeah, uh, I asked Adam. Adam too. I was asked Adam with his case. He with his case with the uh, kidnapping of the children. He was supposed to join us tonight too. So, but I know Adam is pretty much for real. But I, you know, I, but I've known him for a few years now. Uh, but uh, you know, he was. I was hoping that he'd get his people on here tonight too, uh, to talk about the kidnapping of the children. Uh, I guess the, his his cousin's children, baby, a newborn baby, was kidnapped by CPS in the hospital, and you know. He was all upset about it that night, and you know, and see, people do this to me. They get me going, get me all piped up, and you know, to fight for their cause. And I put all this heart and energy into it, and then they're nowhere to be found. You know, <laughs> a lot of CPS information, a lot that's documented that that might just be the biggest child trafficking ring in the world. Yeah, hands down, because they have. Complete control. You have to make a phone call to somebody, and they'll show up, and you can't do shit. They take your kids. Once they're in the system, you may never see them again. And that's not that's not for the elite white people, the people with money. We're talking about the the lower income families that have problems or in the projects or homes like that, where these people come in, they knock on your door, they inspect your house, they see something wrong, they write you up, they take your children, and you may never see them because you don't have the money to get an attorney to fight them, and they're all pedophiles. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's, I mean, it's insane. It's bad. It's really bad. Just what's going on, you know, with, with that. And it's a big thing, and people need to understand that because when it happens to them, it's too late. You say, hey, oh well, too bad. You know, we warned you about this stuff, or you know, and you didn't want to take part. You know, it's like you know, it's too late. The wolf cried too, you know, late, or the wolf cried, and nobody listened. You know, whatever that puff, me, puff blow your house down. You know, and <laughs> let me come on, man. Thought on that topic. Let me throw in another t- thought on that topic that's, that's huge, that, again, people, the vast majority of people are not aware of, and this all goes back to that thing again of the fact that people do not recognize that the government that they think they have does not exist, that the government is a corporation. It's a corporation. It's a fiction, and it, and it technically has no legal or lawful authority over anybody who's claiming their God-given inalienable rights of, of being a, a sovereign man or woman of the soil. They, they have no, technically, legally, lawfully, they have no jurisdiction or no right over you. They're, they're, they're literally committing fraud upon humanity and making humanity feel as if though they are the government, they are the big daddy, they are their god, and we are subject to them, like a subject who's subject to, to a crown, a monarchy. That's what they've they done. They don't understand that, their, do they? Well, they don't. No, they don't they at all. You know, there's the elected officials, these big guys you see in Congress are talking about, well, we got to do this and this, we can't do this. But here's the thing. When those people are put in power, and they completely change what they, the, the elected people put them in, we're supposed to be able to rip them right back out. 
Well, Dave, I, I, listen, watch your, lang- watch your language. Be careful because I'm going to call one of our representatives right now, so stay silent. Anybody wants to jump in, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, we'll go ahead and go from there. But I'm calling them one of them right now, so go ahead. All right, here we go. When did this all start that people were so terrified of the government? Hello? Hello? This is Senator Feinstein's office. How can I help you? Uh, yes, how you doing? I spoke to another individual a couple of weeks ago, actually, um, uh, about the uh, fraud that that because um, I guess there's going to be legislation or sponsorship of bills that are going to be coming forward that gives the illegal immigrants uh, two thousand dollars cash when they come across the border or, or give them a check for two thousand dollars to help them out to find housing or or to and then you know assimilate to become their pathway to citizenship. And I, I questioned him about, well, how are you going to monitor the fraud on that? He told me that there was no fraud. That fraud is very, very little and it's tiny and minute. So um, I just didn't know what, what's your, uh, did you know anything about that or, or that, that bill or legislation about that, giving illegal immigrants cash as they come across the border or a check? I'm not familiar with that specific bill. If you were interested in learning kind of more about Senator Feinstein's, Stance on that, I would recommend that you call our Washington, D.C. office, as that is her office that specifically specializes in her legislation and policy. I'd be happy to provide you with her phone number. Yeah, well, I've tried there, and I don't get any answers or not, so that's why I figured I'd call to contact the home office because, you know, this is her state, and, and uh, you know, that's what I'm main concern about. And, and now we've also, just while I got you on the phone, uh, the latest shooting that's happening, all these shootings that are going on, is Ms. Feinstein mm-hmm. going to proposing any type of uh, gun confiscation or banning of uh, these, uh, these assault weapons that are just, uh, that these, these terrorists are shooting up our schools with? I mean, uh, is there anything that... I know she, her standpoint or her, her stronghold is that she would like gun confiscation, but is she planning on doing anything in the future here? Uh, the senator continues to support the assault weapons ban and is trying her hardest to get many other senators to co-sponsor that bill with her. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, gun, so she wants to get them banned and confiscated, right, like she said, right? Yes, yes. Oh yeah. Now, now, just real quick though, if she she said co-sponsor, so does she have anything ready to go on that, or is, or how would that confiscation process go? I'm just curious. I unfortunately I don't have those specific details. It, again, if you were interested in learning more about that, I would recommend you give the D.C. office a call. They they may be closed now because they're on East Coast time, but they will certainly yeah. be open for the rest of the week from. Um, if you're here on the West Coast, their office hours look like 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. our time. Oh, okay, okay, all right. I was just wondering if you had anything, you know, available for me, you know, that, uh, or, you know, in, here in California, you know, if there's anything available that you had that they were working on to, uh, you know, uh, for gun confiscation, you know, to get these guns off the street. Mm-hmm. No, unfortunately, don't have any information for you. Right oh, hang on, now. I got a friend of mine on the line also. Did you want to say something, uh, Mike? Yeah, is there? You, you don't seem to have too much knowledge or information of the person, the senator you're working for. Is there anybody else there that would be more in the know? That would be a, a question directed for the Washington D.C. office. Again, that's her office that specializes in her policy and legislation. So her home office is not consistent and congruent with her Washington office. This office, uh, the San Francisco office, which we've called, specifically focuses on constituent services. So should you or anyone else you know 
have uh, a need for assistance with a federal agency, we would be the office best suited to support you. Well, I have a question okay, about sir. that. Yeah, okay, yeah, which okay, one of you ahead. had a question? Right? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, if I need a agency to help, we could, uh, can I ask you then, as if we go with, say, the ATF or the uh, gun ban with the uh, the braces, can you give me your definition of assault weapon so that we can be clear on that? That should be something that everybody that's promoting a bill to take these weapons what they exactly are, because isn't all weapons capable of assault? Technically, yes. Um, I believe most people tend to go with military-grade weapons um, when they are defining assault weapon. Is that so you're saying just semi-automatic or handgun, pistol, revolver, uh, shotgun? AR-15, MP-14. I mean, you're 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 you've got to be more specific here because it sounds like it's a total gun grab, all of them. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I'm happy That's... to pass that comment along to the senator, but at this time, I don't have any more specifics to provide with you for you, unfortunately. The clear definition of the specifics of exactly what that assault weapon is would be fine i'd like to have that i appreciate it thank you very much yeah, i have i have one one final question for you and mm-hmm. this is d- directed to you specifically are you your personal knowledge of your of your job your employment do you understand yourself as working for a corporation are you working for a corporation or are you working for the government i i work for the government sir Okay, so you understand that you work for the government. Um, do you understand the government you're working for as being a corporation? Or are, you, are you aware of that, or do you have any knowledge of, of you working for the government that is a corporation? I do not. You do not, okay. Um, yeah, can, can I give you something to take a note of just for your own edification? Certainly. Okay, this is for your own edification. Uh, if you look up... Um, U.S. Code 28 U.S.C. 28 U.S.C. Mm-hmm. Um, section 3002, 3002, subsection 15A. That's just for your own edification. And thank also you. I appreciate for your own edification. that. Yep. Well, sure. And thank and you, Mama. We appreciate your time. We really do. We, of uh, course. You're busy. I you're hope you have close, a good but, day. <laughs> all right. Take care, ma'am. Uh, yeah, she was she was she was getting ready to jump off any second, guys. So that's why I was saying I didn't want to see you get cut off. <laughs> but yeah, man, there you go, there you have it. Diane Feinstein's office, huh? It's unbelievable. I can't believe we're talking to this. Did that somebody that's sitting in or in, in a political position that's supposed to answer calls and give you information that can't even read the phone book? Jesus Christ! <laughs> exactly. Unbelievable. That's where that is how bad people have been blindsided by a like my corporation British the crown runs the show. They're in cahoots with the bankers from Switzerland. The 13 black they call them the black nobility. Those families have been in power 
and have all these government people by the throat, and they don't even know they're being choked. Yeah. And on that note, just for all the listeners, anybody who happens to hear this show or listens to it afterwards, um, be advised, America, that the United States of America, the constitutional republic that you think you're standing up for with your uh, USA shirts and Don't Tread on Me shirts and patriotic shirts, um, is not what you think it is. Um, All the answers to that reality are on the homepage at RighteousArmy.org. And um, there's a very good video on there, several very good videos right on the homepage that address the fact that what you think is your government is actually a corporation that has overshadowed and overtaken the constitutional republic that you think you live in. Well, you see, so you, you saw, you heard her. Yeah, you heard the conversation. We started off when she, when she was controlling the conversation where she could pass the buck off and just brush me off. That's what was, what was going real smooth. But then when we got her on a one-on-one where, hey, who are you? What are you doing? What's your job? It became uncomfortable, and she wanted to rush to get us off the phone. And then finally we get to the point where I'm just going to hang up on them because, you know what, I don't have to answer to these people anyway. And that's what it's about, folks. You heard it first yep. here, Diane Feinstein's office, you know? That's right. And hey, gun confiscation. Gun confiscation. She, you heard her. When I said gun confiscation, she said, yes, gun confiscation. That's what she said, right? Gun confiscation. That's why I, I want a specific definition, please, because I've heard it twice in Congress now asked. What is your definition of assault weapon? Because as far as I know, I got two of assault weapons on the end of my arms. They're called my hands. Now, a gun is a weapon and can be used for assault or for purposes to serve, to feed yourself, to protect yourself. But you've got to make a clear definition or else people like me think you're coming for them all and you're not getting my slingshot. Oh, she, they are. They are coming for them all. Well, I mean, for the assault weapons, you heard her. Like, we got to get these off the street, you know? Well, but but the, I mean, the real, the real issue that needs to be clarified on that, though, what really needs to be clear to the American people is that's irrelevant. That's just a talking point, assault weapon. And, like, you made the proper point, Tave, that any gun is an assault weapon. And she concurred with that. Yeah, I guess any gun could be. And they are after guns in general across the board anyway. So the point is the American people are entitled to any gun they want. There's no such thing as an assault weapon. They get we, we, by law, can have all the same armaments that our military has, by law. Our, our right to that is the Second Amendment of the Constitution of the United States, period. Period. And we have the right to any armament. We're not right limited. Now, there is no law. No, this pistol break deal going on with these, uh, they call them short barrel assault rifles. It's a pistol, but it has a brace on it, which I've watched in Congress now where they do this thing. The guy that invented it said it does nothing but help someone that has a problem, a disability, to actually protect themselves with a weapon. But the thing is, the ATF has taken legislation and the power to make law. They don't have that power. They can't do that. That's right. they They don't have that power. But and they, what they do it. is they come up with talking points that they get out into the media, yep. like like assault weapons. To get it's a way to 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 gradually just break people down. It's a way to break down their connection to their rights, so that in time, oh well, we're just getting rid of assault weapons. 
Oh, well, you know yeah. what? All weapons are assault. We're getting rid of weapons altogether, right? It, it's a talking point to break people's conscience down and to break down their connection to their rights under the Constitution. Yeah. And again, and to clarify, the Constitution doesn't, doesn't give us our rights. The Constitution limits what the government can or can't. Correct, right correct. No, Correct. And the biggest thing, they talk about these school shootings, they make a big deal, like, and, and some of them have been looked at. And when you've got somebody walking around that's got a different pair of shoes on, by the time of the end of the school shooting's over, I don't know when they changed their shoes. I saw that last one in Tennessee, and I about lost my mind. But they take that and they use that as a talking point, but yet they refuse to talk about the inner city like Chicago, where they claim that if you six people are shot, that's a mass shooting. They've got 20 of them a weekend, every weekend, but you don't hear about it. Uh, well, yeah, well, you're absolutely correct. I'm glad you brought that up. These shootings happen every day. So they just, they, they just, you know what I mean? They're just making it a point that you see it now, you know? <laughs> and you think it's really happening, like, out of control, but it's not. It's been happening every day for years, you know? It's and, nothing and, new. And that brings up, yeah, and that brings up the question of, which very few people bring up, what is the cause of it? What is the cause of people shooting people? I can tell you what the cause is. Uh, the last 20 or 30 years of little teeny children sitting in cribs at one and two years old, rocking back and forth, staring up at a big six-foot screen with blood and guts flying all over it while their parents are sitting there with a control pad playing a violent video game. And they're conditioned their whole life to have violence as the normalcy in their mind. There's your root of your problem. Get rid of the root of the problem. You said parents, plural. That's not true. It's usually just one. That's the problem, too. Yeah, well, yeah, you're right. Well, who else? One or both, you know? It's, it's irresponsible parents. I personally witnessed that many years ago. Walked in to somebody's house at my ex-girlfriend. We, we, we went to do something, and she walked into this apartment. I walked in, and there was literally like this six-by-six six TV screen in this little apartment, and the husband and the mom and dad, the, the, the couple, were sitting on the couch, they opened the door and sat right back down on the couch. And this little baby, about six months old, was in a little crib, like rocker, in front of the TV, just rocking back and forth, staring up at the screen. And there was like, bah, 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 and blood flying all over the screen and shit. And then I couldn't help but think 20 years later. Yeah, you know, like, I couldn't help but think 15, 20 years ago, you know, which was some 20 years later. Um, Let me damn, was that think about what you've heard about the news that you child, you know? Hang on, don't talk over each other. Don't be careful about the lag time. Remember, there's like a quarter of a second lag time, so you'll like overlap each other. But go ahead, Dave. What do you guys think about these three that got expelled from uh, the Tennessee thing? And they were the two color guys, black guys, let people into the the actual room, the Congress room, and had bullhorns and were disrupting everything. Come in the crunch. But yet they take them, they expel them, and then they let them come back. Well, it could be a pup. It could, yeah, it could be a, a distraction. It could be a pun. You know, it could be. Well, they made a mistake. They they got pressure now from all their constituents that hey, you need to take them back because you know they played the race card. Once they threw the race card in there, bam! You know, we can't do that because that's going to give the Republicans a bad name now. You know, that'll okay. give them a black eye, right? Well, I'm saying yeah because the two the two black guys were the ones expelled, but then the one the other person that was with them. She just didn't use the bullhorn, and she was white. She didn't get it. So yeah, well, she was a white woman, yeah. yeah. If it was a white male, then they would have no ground to stand on with the race card, really. But they would still play it, but they just wouldn't have no ground to stand upon it. You know, so, yeah, 
It's insane. It's insane. And the thing of it is, though, is the guy said it right. There's rules. They have a quorum. You have rules, okay? Now, they went after the January 6th guys, right, for what they did for basically the same thing. So why aren't these people being arrested for breach of peace and being held in a gulag for uh, two years, uh, beginning now? Why aren't they being thrown in a supermax prison, these people? Why not, right? They did it to January 6th people. You see? So, you know, I mean, this is a double standard here. You know, so it's, it's, and it's just insane. And 75%, they have 75 Republicans, 75 Republicans, 25 Democrats, I believe, uh, the House uh, makes up there for the State House there in Tennessee. Why? They have the majority, they have the supermajority, they could do anything they want, those Republicans. Why aren't they doing what the Democrats are doing to Trump and, and, and all over the rest of the country? Why not? They're not, because they're concerned. Like, we opened up the podcast here tonight. They're weak, pathetic, and you know what? It makes me wonder and question. Maybe they're just really all on the same side anyway, you know? I believe it. I believe that there's only two parties, and it's not Democratic and Republican. I believe it's patriots and traitors. Yeah. And they're far between. Yeah, it's insane. But but yeah, if anybody that's tuning in now, uh, Senator Dianne Feinstein's office in San Francisco flat out said gun confiscation is on the table. And they're just looking for other sponsors to sponsor the legislation. Diane Feinstein has always been a long proponent of uh, Mrs. or Mrs. America. Turn them all in, right? That's what her famous saying is. And uh, they then with the, all these shootings, she's pushing for it. Her, she, her fangs are drooling and uh, with liquid there. And she's well, she, they're like, we're gonna get these guns. We're gonna get them. Yeah, you know. And that's what they want. <laughs> you know, they want to disarm us because guess what? Once they disarm us. It doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter what you do. They have total control no matter what. Not saying that we're going to use guns to do anything to protest or anything like that. It's just the element of having them there because it's, 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 it's our, our God-given right to defend ourselves. And like you said, Mike, it's, a, it's our right to have any weapon we want. I don't care what they – codes or statues they had that says, hey, you had a traffic ticket in 1992, so therefore you're banned from doing this. And, you know, I don't, you know, look, man, it's your God-given right. Simple as that. And and shame on anyone out there who who, who supports these these regulations or, or whatnot. But if anybody missed it, Diane Feinstein's office said live right here on this podcast that gun confiscation is open and on the table. And uh, I think she got a little nervous there when they found out we were on a radio show before they suspected it. <laughs> but uh, that was good questioning, guys. You did good there. I think more people find out that the ATF over 10 years ago when this uh, short barrel, the brace episode, where they approved it, they said it was fine, it was okay. 40 million Americans purchased these guns, and overnight now you are a felon if you are caught with this gun and you haven't taken that brace off, altered that barrel, or just the brace. You will get 10 years in prison and up to a $250,000 fine. Yeah, well, you won't get that, but they'll, they'll, but but if they don't want you to plead guilty, and most people will plead out, and you'll end up with less. But but the point being that yeah, you will be charged. Uh, hello, American statesmen, there in the chat room. It's good to see some friendly people in the chat room for once, because uh, let me tell you something. I've been getting bombarded with uh, trolls, but uh, I was on her podcast show last night. She had a good panel on there last night and talking about some very interesting things and issues about spirituality. And what is what I opened up with here tonight, and. Uh, 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 
she had a good podcast show, so people need to check out her podcast yeah. show. And we, and we talked about uniting, like we were talking about, Dave, and that's what it's all about, uniting all these platforms across the country like Mike's been trying to do with the Righteous Army there. And we need to have boots on the ground that can attack and go, go, go out and, and address the issues. Hey, hey, Mike's in trouble down there in Florida. Hey, yeah, well, he's got 15 people over here in uh, such and such down. Okay, those 15 people you got off from work this weekend? Yeah, we all need to go here and do this. You know, this is what we need. Uh, you know, do you care about your country? Do you care? Do you care about your children? Do you care? What do you care about? Even if you care about your stupid bank account, then you need to get out there and start being proactive because they're going to come take it soon. The digital currency is coming right around the corner. The you know? overwhelming of people that have infiltrated this country over the southern southern border alone should be so alarming to people that have consideration of their children, especially down that way. But because they're shipping them out everywhere, you are not understanding when you think that that's just people coming from migration to do whatever. This is terror cells. These are terror cells exactly because they've already proven that these kids are not kids, but young men – Army, military-age trained young men coming into this country for no other reason. They're not coming to work. And how many? Let's talk. Let's call it what they're. How many real terrorists have already been here? Set up. Well, uh, in the chat room there, she brought up. What about the CCP and the uh, Michigan Battery Battery Company? Does anyone know anything about that? What's going on with that? Uh, anyone got any information on that? I'm a little ignorant on that story, actually. But I will say uh, uh, that, that's Obama's army, she's saying in the chat room there. But, yeah, but, um, you know, the CCP and, and – uh, well, we're getting attacked from so many different fronts. I mean, isn't it interesting? These times we live today are so interesting. I mean, if you, if you really want to look at it from a godly perspective or a righteous uh, army perspective or a righteous person, this is an exciting time to be alive. To stand up and, and and stand up and have the chance to stand up against evil, and say you know. But then you got the punks out there, like we opened up with the pastors out there and the and the Christians out there. There's the phony ones out there that don't want to stand up and do anything righteous. That think they're just going to collect the money and uh, ride along to the, off into the sunset, and the government's going to protect them. Listen, you're going. You, they're not going to protect you. You're going down too. Fill that basket up. That's all that matters. And can you ever imagine 20 years ago thinking that you, if you stood in the center of this country, that you were already surrounded on every side by communists? You got them coming from the southern, Canada, east coast, west coast. And, you know, I learned more now about what happened in Afghanistan. And that when Biden pulled out of Afghanistan, that was so bad because we don't have – Military bases, like everybody thinks that they're, we have them all, all over the place, but strategically there's a few that we can't give up if we're trying to be the police of the world, which is sucked anyway. We shouldn't be, but to have some type of control, they gave up yeah. one of the largest, and that is crucial. Yeah, it's a sad yeah. thing. Maybe I should start doing Tuesday show. A little bit earlier, so I can get a hold of these local politicians and get them on the line, huh? I mean, there's so many to call, and uh, or or well, not even politicians, but anybody where we can call them and, and and get them on the live on the podcast and expose the corruption and evil. 
expose it. And there's people out there with stories. There's people out there with people that need to be contacted and, and hit them with the hard questions, you know, exactly. and, 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 you know, and expose it because this is archived and recorded, you know. You know, let's take, I mean, take, well, <laughs> we have right in front of us where we have facts where we can say, what is your definition of an assault rifle? What is the legal age that you believe if you're in, in the Judaism or whatever cabal or satanic cult you follow – when is it okay for you to mess with kids? We need to have all these lines drawn so that we all know when they're crossing the line and when you're, you're guilty, you're guilty, and then you need to be held accountable. Now, that's what the question got. Well, yeah, answer. yeah. You've got to be careful on what you say as far as that being accountability. Uh, but, yeah, but if they're found guilty by a lawful court, you know that this that you know, and and then the sentence needs to be the har- needs to be the harshest that can be handed down. If you're if you're guilty of contempt of constitution or or a traitor to this republic or to your countrymen, and and look, we're on the verge of a war here with China. You know, we're we're, we're, we're coming close. I don't think that's going to happen. I really don't. Really, what's your thoughts on that, Mike? If Mike is well, ultimately, yeah, ultimately, as we know, um, the Rothschilds and, and their cohorts funded both sides of every war since the Napoleonic Wars to the current day. They set up yep. the wars. They own the media, so they put out the narrative to make people be – to try to get the opinion of the public to flow in the direction they want it to go so that they can – back a particular side even if the other side is evil as you know in world war one they got the american people to turn against germany and back russia and russia was the communist and the united states backed russia because they were paid off by the again quote unquote jew money um you know the 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 ones that identify as jews that own the money the rothschilds who funded everything literally paid uh the u.s presidents to to do a 180 degree turn and and go against Germany and favor and uh, side with Russia. Um, yeah. So they, they create the wars. This isn't yep. like, oh, China wants to come. That's all a facade. China's going to come. It's not about China coming after us. It's about, no. it's about the ones that control and own it all, which are the same ones trying to put a new world order, one world government in place, who are calling the shots and who are having – putting in place leaders in different countries to get them to do what they want them to do so they can create wars so that they can depopulate the world. That's what the jab is for. Again, this has all been addressed. They have, they have serious concerns about the overpopulation of the world. They have serious concerns about white Christian American patriotic people being too big in numbers and too strong because they're a threat unto them. They're the only, yeah. only ones that will stand up against it. So, yeah. so you you have them pulling the strings and creating a narrative, a false narrative in the media to get people to go a particular direction so that they can coordinate a war. Look, they could they they could have our own our own government which works for them. The corrupt politicians in our government that are paid off and bribed and bought off and paid by that same money, they could orchestrate with their corrupt FBI and their corrupt CIA to have a nuclear bomb go off in in New York and one in California and one in Colorado and say the Russians did it, even though they did it. Our own government is capable of doing this. The train stuff is already – I'm waiting to hear that the Russians did it. The the train accident we had here in Ohio and then, uh, you know, all these derailments. I'm waiting to hear that. 
the Chinese are doing. But we don't. We don't have a. We don't have a government. The people. The people that have a new world order, one world government agenda, have slowly but surely infiltrated and hijacked our government over the last hundred years. Their paid-off yeah. puppets are in yeah. Washington, and they're having them do their bidding, and they're using their media that they own and control to put the narratives out to the stupid sheeple people who are sitting in front of their televisions with googly eyes. I'm glad uh, you brought that up right on cue. Let's demonstrate how stupid people really are. Don't say nothing. I'm just going to call, and you guys are going to kick out of this. Yeah, I mean, you got it. You just got to get a kick out of this. Just hang on. You'll love it. Hang on. It was going to dial for me. Well, put it's your ringing. rotary phone. <laughs> yeah. Well, it says dialing. Blog talk could be backed up, though. Uh, it figures right on cue. But it's, it's, it says it's dialing there. Hello? Oh, oh I, that was my bad. That was the wrong number. <laughs> I dialed the fax number by accident. But you guys are going to get a kick out of this, man. You'll love it, man. I, this, but this is a demonstration. It's not that, that you know, I'm trying to do anything off the, off the cuff here that's going to the comedy hour. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to demonstrate how stu- dumbed down, morally bankrupt our people are. And they'll openly admit it. Believe it or not, I can get them to openly admit how dumbed down they are, you know, and, and, and what's when that? You called when you called Feinstein's office just a little while ago, you just proved how dumbed down they are. She worked well, for one. And- well, she's paid to answer that way. She's paid to answer. She's trained to answer calls a certain way, and she knew it. I heard her in her voice, the reservedness of, like, yeah, I'm wrong, but, you know, hey, this is my job, so i got to get going. You know, I heard it in her tone of voice, you know, but, but, yeah. th- but, this, but you know, they ans- she answered um, the question there, and that could really be, you know, I don't know if they're supposed to even answer questions like that about legislation, but I would imagine, I mean, I don't know. What do you think about that, Mike, as far as their job description goes, like she described it? Well, I think you make a good point that they're, 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 they're paid, you know, to stick to a script, you know, only say so much, don't address any issues. Um, and and yeah. when you're clever about it, like you were, and Tabe was with his questions. When when you can articulate and ask questions in a subtle way, you can kind of trip them up and get them to talk outside of their script. And then that's when they start to get nervous and you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, and they don't know how to act, and they don't know. Yeah, you can get them to talk outside their script. Good point, Mike. That's a very good point. And when you do, and it's not to be, and we're not trying to make anybody, you know, make them rude or be rude to anybody or try to. And I'm not. We're, we're not trying to be clever to trick them, but we have to try to be clever because if I called up and said, "Hey, this is just so and so from Blog Talk Radio. I understand the times in which you live today. I'm doing a podcast show. Can you answer a couple questions?" You know darn well she wouldn't answer one question, <laughs> right? Red flag goes right up. Boom. Yeah, the red the, yeah, the and, wall and goes even, up. Even even though even though it is clever, maybe the the optimal word is strategic. Smart. There you go, strategic. There you go. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you what. But go ahead. I'm sorry. You did. You know, you provide them facts and truth, and we know. Regardless of her story, whose side she's on, the other side, when they know it's the truth and you question somebody like that, you heard dead silence out of her mouth. I thought yeah, she hung up. Yeah. I thought, see, she no, I, like, uh, yeah, well, yeah. 
I, no, I knew I had her on the line. But see, you guys don't see what I see. That's why you don't see the call board or the screen. And, and the thing of it is, is I've done it a million times where I've, you know, did some hardcore interviews, actually, where, you know, uh, and, and, and they, you know, I know how to quit. I know when it's going to get to that point where it's going to end the conversation. <laughs> you know. Wasn't Feinstein's limo driver or whatever her chauffeur, wasn't that the spy? I don't know, but I know her husband got in trouble or something, or something happened. I don't know. She has some kind of history going on, but you know what? I really don't care because I consider her a traitor to the republic. I mean, I don't wish her no harm, and I, I'm not advocating anything that any lawlessness against her or anything like that. Well, but well, I think well, she's a traitor. You know. Let me let me interject on that. It, it would be it would be fair and safe to say that she should be hung as a traitor. See, we're not wishing any harm on her. We're not, we're well, not advocating I, no, I'm not. No, because she hasn't been found traitor. guilty yet of anything. I, will, I can't say right. that. I can't but, say that. She hasn't been found guilty right, yet. But, but, right, but we can say, as far as we're concerned, she's a traitor, and the penalty for traitors is hanging. So, yeah, she should no, there go you to go. trial. There you go, yes. And we should so be on the, on the judge panel. Hang on, Dave. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Go ahead. Go ahead. We've we got to be careful because when we talk over, we overlap. So be careful. Go ahead, Dave. Hey, can you try to call Eric Swalwell's office? Get in talk, uh, they're get closed in now. Well, not they're now. Closed, but, yeah, I've called him before. I'd like to really ask him a question or whoever he, sits below him why he thinks it's still okay that he should be on an intelligence committee that – after he with a Chinese, a known Chinese spy. Well, you know you're not going to get an answer to that. You know, I mean, you can ask the question. I'll, I'll do it next week. I'll, I'll put it on the list. I mean, and I and I will get a hold of his office. I've done it in the past when he ran for president. The um, probably got a hold of his office and Yang and all of them. I remember I questioned them all. Actually, I called them all. Kamala Harris was the only one that really gave me the most conversation, and uh, and then and then I figured it out. Well, that she's going to be the VP then. And that's why, because she well, actually they talked to me for quite a few times actually. Because I called all the candidates actually uh, was, um, when they were doing the election. I called all the candidates' offices, and uh, yeah, Swaldwell was. Uh, I don't remember the conversation, but yeah, we contacted them. But yeah, we can do it. We can contact them next week. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's a good one to ask him because I, if you would like called, if you even called Kamala Harris, I wouldn't even want to talk to her because I, I know when she runs, her, her, she whistles when she runs her head. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let me see if this number works here for these people right here. Let me try this right here just to demonstrate that this is how silly it really when you think about it. If, if this blog, if this blog talk's working tonight, it's acting weird. I don't know why. How late do you it's say? It's silent, Joe. Hang how on, it's silent. It's dying when you just don't hear the ringtone. Hey, what's Carla talking about? Yeah, how you doing? I was just wondering. I'm going to stop in there. Do you guys accept Federal Reserve notes? Excuse me? I said, do you accept Federal Reserve notes for payment? Hello? Hello? No, no, sir. Sorry about that. We don't. You don't accept Federal Reserve notes? No, we don't. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. You're welcome. All right. Who was that? Who was that? There you go. They don't accept money. Who did you call? Who did you call? 
Uh, it's just a restaurant in Greensboro. Uh, oh, it's called a fast food restaurant in Greensboro. <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh, yeah. Well, that reminds me. That reminds me of the Mark the Mark Dice videos. You know, where he'll go out on the street in California. Yeah, and yeah, people, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, how many? How many? You hear that? He didn't know there? how to answer it at first. He had to think about it. He had to think about uh, it. I think he put you on hold to ask his manager. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't. Sorry. <laughs> Google that. Ask Siri. Folks, folks, anybody that's listening right now, but that shows. Now, listen, we're, I was just trying to make a point because I got American statesmen putting a bunch of stuff in the chat room about, you know, where's Congress and everything and, and uh, uh, unrestricted warfare, the CC plan, unrestricted warfare, master plan to destroy America. Uh, American statesmen, if you're still there listening, you just heard <laughs> the general populace out there, the dumbed down of our society. They're not going to have a clue what you're talking about. <laughs> you know? hey, hey, you about the dumb down because I watched the, the new the projection of what the military is looking for recruitment. Oh my God! Oh, yeah, it's bad. It is, I mean, they raised the age, they've raised, they've lowered the standards, and you know, it's just like where does this? Where did we? Where did this actually start? Where people in this country that have let's just say everybody that has a gun. That believes in the Second Amendment has become afraid to stand up for what you believe in. When did it start? And, I, and I'm going to say, I think Mike attacked it with the big virus hoax first and foremost because that put everybody in their chairs at home where they could watch the stupid news all the time. And then the plan rolled out to not only dumb you down, but keep you down. And then a couple of yeah. people woke up, you know, different doctors like he, he, he uh, puts on the, the website, and people could see that, but not enough people went off the grid, the main grid, to go to places like Blog Talk or Righteous Army or just go to a, a bit shoot. Get off YouTube. Go to bit shoot. Go to Rumble. Go to another platform. Well, you know how many people are listening to this show right now? Just listen, not not in the chat room or on the phone line, but just listening via the internet. And they're afraid to call in. I mean, and that's what it is. I mean, I get bombarded with emails and messages on Facebook and whatnot that they listen. But people are afraid to call. They're afraid to, and, and it's not because they're afraid that I'm going to say anything or you guys are. What it is is they're scared the government's going to come after them. You know, you know. I'm surprised. You know what I mean? The government's now tracking me. Oh no, Joe Gibson. You know, my God. You know, he's on the watch list. Oh, you know, the, well, we can't talk to that guy. You know, I mean, and I've heard that before. I've had friends even tell me, yeah, Joe, you, you know, you. Just, you know, I know they're watching you, so you know I just don't want to be involved with that. You know, I got a lot to lose. <laughs> oh, you're gonna lose it. <laughs> All that crap with the virus, bull crap, and the the lockdowns got them the actual capability to take and put in place and run that that agenda of the the complete dumb you down. And if you act out of line, you're a domestic terrorist. You're gonna go to jail. You can't do this. If you're a white Christian male, you're a terrorist. You got guys like uh, Don Lamone. I'd like to catch him out one night. I'd Lamone his ass. Um, those people make everyone afraid to do 
the normal things we've done forever where just basically stand up for yourself. When you stop doing but that... But you know, Tave and Mike, you know, Tave and Mike, you know what? But people will call in and make perverted comments, or they'll come in, call in and make crank calls. They'll do that. I mean, I think it was like last week or a week before, if anyone's in the chat room now. I only got a couple people in the chat room now. I had like 30, 40 people in the chat room uh, a couple weeks ago, They were, and they were all talking perversion, uh, swearing at me. Joe Gibson's a homosexual, making fun of my family. And then they, were, and then they got the courage to call in with their private numbers and, and make silly sounds and stuff like that. And they'll do that. If you go back and listen to my archive shows, some of the show, I mean, I, I would be call after call after call after call where they would just harass me, you know, and, and, and you know, it's insane. But they'll do that, though. Hey, if you know? they can put together January 6th committee to run the show they did on TV and make a spectacle like they did, you better bet your ass that they put together another group of people, and they might call them a think tank, but it ought to be a drunk tank or a dumb tank, to do exactly what you're saying because – here in Akron, there's a, a radio station talk show called WNIR, the talk of Akron. It's enormous. And there are all kinds of them libtards that call in and make honking or honking and donkeying. And yeah, just, yeah. It, it, it's waiting online because I'll get it. I'll have to wait 15, 20 minutes if I'm lucky to get in to call. And then they, that's what they do for their, they get their three seconds of fame. They get to make a horse sound. Yeah, you are. You're a horse's ass. Well, look, to, to, to be to, not to, to uh, beat that subject to death here, but the thing of it is, is this: we're trying to build a network of people that are like-minded, people that are want to share and make a change lawfully, peacefully, and that's what we're all about. None of you guys are out there trying to break the law. You're obviously law-abiding citizens. Uh, you know, whether or not anybody's undercover feds or whatnot, that's fine. I don't care. They're welcome to. We're just here. We're here to. We're here to change. We're here to change things lawfully. And Peacefully. I don't care if you're Jewish, you believe in whatever you want to believe in, every God, whatever. That's your choice to make. That's the difference about being an American. You have the choice. But when you cross the line and you try to come to me and make me do what you want or well, this, well yeah we, we know that we don't have to, we don't have to talk about that you know we know that we know we know where people stand and you know we don't have to make those those types of statements where yeah if you're going to come at you know if you're going to flashbang my house i'm going to defend myself so we, we we know people know what they have to do to take care of themselves you know hey, i'm not talking about like i'm talking about the, the general dynamics of education where it's not okay to tell children that you can pick to be a boy or a girl. You can't tell these kids. We haven't done it up until now. It's not. Well, it's that not subject I'd like to attack too. I'd like to go. I'd like to do a podcast show on that to attack the transgender. But North Carolina is doing a good job of standing up against it. They've got re uh, legislation proposed to uh, ban that and those trof that trophy thing where everybody gets a trophy. Uh, which I don't know about the government should get involved with that. I don't think the government should be sponsoring legislation to tell the schools what to do, what, whose trophy get, what trophies go out where. But they have the right idea where, you know, look, everybody gets a trophy. Remember, everybody's a winner. There's no first place, you know, and there's no, no. last place. Everybody gets no. to be first place. You know, I don't agree with that, you know. That's garbage because you either have a winner or a loser. There's a reason you play a game. You score points. You score yeah, touchdowns. Yeah. You are from, you, that makes yeah. somebody that just have the drive to want to win, not be put yeah, okay, put, say, put, it in total, put it in total perspective. Put it in total perspective. There's no more white. There's no more black. There's no more male. There's no more female. There's no more winners. There's no more losers. Right. 
Yeah. All, all big but that's what the New World Order wants, right, Mike? That's it. That's right. It's exactly what they're doing. And it's, by, well, it's, it's, it's twofold. It's a slap in the face of the Creator Lord God Almighty um, yeah. to destroy what God made and recreate life anew. And then we could add to that, once they've got them all there, no white, no black, no race, no, no um, uniqueness, no diversity, no culture, no traditions, no, no uniqueness, um, no male, no female, um, no winners or losers. Um, let's merge them all with technology, with AI, with computers, with robots, with artificial intelligence, with robotics, and turn them all into zombie robots. Um, you know, and, and again, be able to con- control the population, you know, you know, so we can keep them at, at the level we want, right? So there's no more future uh, population explosions because through our jabs, with our ever-evolving technologies that we're injecting into them, making them think it's because of some virus that doesn't even exist, we've got the suckers now where we can inject whatever we want into them, and therefore we can inject things that will make them sterile, things that will make them sick, things that will put them in the hospital, things that will kill them, things that will enable us to send out frequencies to, to zap them and, and, and kill them uh, when we need to just to, to uh, you know, to control the population overall. That's what they're trying to do. Yeah. Wake the hell up, people. 5G, 5G yeah. is going to melt people down. People think, now let me explain. I hope everybody that's listening can understand this. The United States of America does not have 5G capability. Let's get that back out there 100% because in order for 5G, true 5G like you see in Wuhan, China, where they supposedly found the virus, that's where this all started, where people were dropping dead, the sudden death syndrome type deal, because they had taken this so-called vaccine, but is enabled by 5G. In order to have 5G that's actually working, you imagine every city block you drive down, a city block, there has to be, a, like on each corner, a cone about six foot tall, maybe even taller, or where the streetlights are at, and so many cameras watching. And it's such a powerful signal, it has to be dispersed that in short waves like that. That's 5G, not your 5G Metro PCS phone that you can talk to that says, I got a 5G. It's a promoting a marketing plot because America is not 5G capable yet. Donald Trump said when he first got in office, the biggest race that he was concerned with, if, and I can remember it, he said, is China and us who gets to 5G first? Well, we lost. China got it. They put together the plan with the whole pandemic hoax crap. I think they're in cahoots to all of them about that. And the 5G, when it rolls out, people are going to die. People are going to die. It's, it's a possibility. Very possible. Yeah, well, let me, let, me add, let, me add, let me just uh, confirm everything Tate said because – um, even when I um, went to the uh, T-Mobile, um, the person working there told me there's really no 5G on the phone. It's just they're promoting it and marketing it as 5G so that more people will get it. Really? And, and Dave's right. It has, it has not been activated. Um, in fact, I spoke to somebody else who's an expert in technology who indicated that the mechanism for the phone isn't even in there. Um, right now, no they're, they're way. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. And, and they're putting it into place so that yes. 
it's like a pre, you know, it's like pre-selling, right? It's like, you know, like, like how they promote a movie before it comes out. So people can't wait to see it. And then when it comes out, they all go see it. So it's all yep. been pre-hype promotion to get more and more and more people to have it so that, yes, when they get them all jabbed with their, um, uh, their, their poisons and their technologies and their, uh, you know, uh, graphene oxide, um, which yep. I just saw a video on that the other Actually, I saw a video where somebody actually went to their, right on their, they did a little video showing where they said, hey, um, Alexa, I don't have it, but, you know, hey, Alexa, how does 5G affect uh, graphene oxide? And then Alexa went off on a whole thing about how when graphene is in, in, inside of the body, um, it's triggered by 5G um, radiation frequencies and has all kinds of various adverse effects on the body. It was a whole lengthy thing that, really? that, that um, yeah, that Alexa went into. Because I, I detail cars, okay, and I've done it on the side for a long time. About seven years ago, eight years ago, there was an explosion of car, uh, car company or wax manufacturers and stuff where they came out with ceramic coating. Then all of a sudden, about three years ago, we had this graphene ceramic. And I ask a guy, I go, what, what are you talking about? He goes, the graphene itself, what happens is, and, and when you talk, when I started watching the big virus hoax and I saw what these doctors are talking about, graphene oxide, because what it does on a car, it turns, it gets underneath the dirt and it turns itself into a cup upside down. So you can have this chemical that's going through your body that what it does is all of a sudden it goes into and under, so it's going through your cells and your blood, and then they conglomerate. They, they clot. They get together, and then that's how you see these bubbles run off your car. That's your, your graphene oxide is building a glass bowl to protect the surface. Now, once it's in your blood, it's going to start to do the clotting. And, and all of a sudden, I saw these doctors pulling out these nasty pieces of stuff out of dead people, the uh, coroners or the, uh, what do you call the guys at the funeral home, well, whatever. But they're, they're the, the overall clotting, and then you have all these athletes dropping dead sudden death stuff because they got the jab and they had the graphene oxide in it. I went and had yeah. blood test done because I wanted to see. I've had it in my hands without gloves on. Graphene oxide, if you take the, the pencil, like a regular number two pencil, the graphite, the lead at the end of it, if you took a razor blade and just shaved it, kept shaving it, that's your graphene. A 55-gallon wow. drum of graphene weighs about seven pounds. Full. All this stuff out there, you know, and, and the main thing that we did talk about, that I remember I was big on this doing uh, uh, podcasts on this, I, you know, where I had Terry LaPointe from Medical Kidnap on here uh, a couple times, and I remember I did the Pelletier case, and uh, yeah, and then it went to Glenn Beck, and uh, I'm the one that did the Pelletier case first, then it went to Glenn Beck, and then it made national news, you know, it was national news, obviously, after that, and the judge put a gag order, and they quoted in the ruling my show, my podcast show, actually, um, so I'm getting a lot of uh, CPS cases, and then I kind of steered away from that, got back into the militia community thing and the Restore the Republic thing. But, you know, there are people out there that, you know, like got one post here, you know, they want alienated parents of any group that's posting and sharing, you know, like to put a lot of effort into this litigation against the family court corruption and extortion. You know, they say, let's do this together, but, you know, there's 97 people in this group. Why are these 97 people? Why can't I have all 97 of these people in my chat room right now? You know, we need to be talking about this. You want help, 
you want the exposure, where are you? You know, why are you not calling into this podcast show? Because there's people listening all around the world where we could be reaching out together. Again, networking together. We talked about this last night on the American Statesman uh, show. Where we, if we're gonna win this, we've got to put together the alternative media, Mike's uh, websites, you know, the the, uh, the big virus hoax there, uh, Righteous Army. You, everyone should be going to those websites, signing up, and watching all the videos, making comments, and linking up and supporting Mike too, you know, and, and with the research that he does. But Look, where let me is just say, just, let me just insert, let me insert on that. So, hold on. Let me, let me hang insert, on, Dave, let me hang insert on. on that, Dave. Yeah, because this is important. This is not me. I'm not boasting. I'm not bragging. TheBigVirusHoax.com and RighteousArmy.org are the two number one greatest, most important, most significant, most valuable websites on the Internet today. That's a fact. It's not me boasting. Yeah, it's it. not because I put them together. But I can tell you that I spent 24-7 for three years putting the absolute best of the best information that is out there on all alternative media on that website in a very linear, methodical fashion so that it hits everything right from the get-go on the home page of both of those websites. The Big Virus Hoax, that's T-H-E, the Big B-I-G Virus, V-I-R-U-S Hoax, H-O-A-X. The Big Virus Hoax.com and Righteous, R I G H T E O U S, Righteous Army, A R M Y, right? RighteousArmy.org. So it's the Big Virus Hoax.com and RighteousArmy.org. Those, in fact, are the two absolute number one best, most significant, important, valuable, insightful, with the most information and Earth. most videos. Yeah. Hey, you know what yeah, the do? videos, the links, the links to information. TheBigVirusHoax.com yep. addresses all issues regarding viruses, what they are, what they're not. The but now, Mike, all those people we talked to, Mike, Mike, all those people we spoke to in all those videos when you did the Zoom calls and everything, when we got everybody together and you remember you're doing it, hey, Wednesday night we'll be there, and we did it, well, you did like 50 of them or 60 of them straight, you know, over a nine, what, nine-month period or whatever. You know, are you still in contact with a lot of these people, or did they all just, except just a few like me and Tave and a few others, are you still, Dan, you know, are you just, are you, I mean, what's going on with that? Well, that's a good question um, that, that gets a pretty sad answer. Um First of all, they're on my mailing list, um, and there's some 2,000 people on my mailing list. And the last few times that I sent out emails to some 2,000 people, I noticed there was only 250 opens um, with wow. even a handful, two or three, two or three unsubscribers. So it's sickening wow. to me. As, as you know, yeah. Joseph, it was sickening to me the lack of conservative Christian patriotic Americans who were even becoming involved with the efforts we were putting forth, knowing that, that it was all about an uh, open, transparent, lawful, peaceful approach to organizing like-minded men and women throughout the United States. I mean, what, what, what better – how could it be said any better than that? A lawful, peaceful, transparent, open effort to unite and organize like-minded men and women – who identify with center-right, conservative, Christian, patriotic, Republican, you know, values, and no, and, and nothing. Shit results. It's sickening yeah. to me, as you know it. It depressed is depressed me. Um, it is. So not only did I create, not only did I create the greatest website with the big virus hoax for people to be able to get educated about 
viruses, what they are, what they're not, the science, vaccines, what's in them, how they came up with them, the history of vaccines, uh, the, the history of the pharmaceutical industry, how it's all a big money-making scam, um, 5G technology, social engineering, how they're implementing technologies into vaccines, all that's covered on that site. But then on top of that, RighteousArmy.org, which is the perfect website for anybody who, who associates with or identifies with terms like conservative, Christian, patriot, truth, or Republican. Anybody that's centered or right, it's the most perfect website on the planet for them to say, hey, here's the issues that we can all agree upon. Here's what's happening, and here's what we need to do about it. And nothing. It's mind-blowing, to be honest with you. I, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, yeah. I know I'm, I'm it's certainly, you know, I'm, I'm shadow-banned because of it. I mean, there's no question oh, yeah. the enemy. They know who I am, and they're doing everything they can. What they're doing, I don't know. I, I have had people tell me. I mean, how do they do that, the Mike? Website. Because let me just put Rip Forte wants to speak again. And listen, anybody who wants to chip in here, 657-383-0616, uh, press 1, and you can get your voice heard. You're unscreened, uncensored. Uh, nobody's going to know who you are. I don't keep track of the phone numbers. Uh, Block Talk doesn't either. So if you just want to call in and, uh, and voice your voice, make your voice heard, go ahead and do it. Uh, I know i got a bunch of people listening. Uh, just nobody's pressing 1. Um, but uh, as far as that goes, the shadow ban thing. Yeah, I have a professional uh, account on Facebook, the meta account and all that stuff. On my Facebook, I have, uh, what, over 5,000 followers, right? And and I make a post, right? And I got the dashboard. It gives me the dashboard. It says see dashboard. And it gives me all, you know, I, I can, my post engagements, right? It says 4,880 re, uh, post reach and post engagement 1,896, right? Now, all my posts from the last two weeks, nothing. Not one person, not one engagement. Wait a minute, I got one here from uh, follow me on TikTok. One. Now, yep. I go down, see more. It says see more, right? See more. I got three, one, four. Now I get to April 6th, I got 152, 22, and then two and nothing. Nothing. Nobody, nobody's, nobody's seeing my posts. Come on, man. That's because, that's <laughs> yeah. because you've been having... That's because you've been having me on your show, Joe. I know, I know, and you're right. You're right because you know what? As soon as you came on there, and uh, I'm not gonna say who you are, or what you are, but, but as soon as you commented on my Facebook there with uh, uh, Jamie there, get, uh, that's when my numbers dropped. <laughs> so, but hey, I don't mind. Hey, I don't care. So be it. So be it. We'll fight it. AI's a big thing now with these algorithms, you know, that they're that's they're implementing that as much as they can, but I will say this about like the big virus hoax. I recommend everybody lose their normal browser. Get off of your Google. Get DuckDuckGo. Use that platform. Go through that because you can actually block yourself and reroute where you don't have that AI or that. But the thing is when I click on Mike's stuff, and if I go to Big Virus Hoax or RighteousArmy.org, and I click on something, what DuckDuckGo does, it goes to a whole other platform and list of information and people that you can contact outside of what Google now will limit you to. So when you yeah, go through, yeah. like, like when you go to BigShoot and put a platform or something, you'll get 10 different videos okay. that you never yeah. saw before. 
You know, well, listen to this. Listen to this, right? On on the on the, on on the well on the blog talk show, though. This is what I've done, though, to combat those, and that's but that's up to my listeners and my supporters and followers to to fight this. Now, I'm on Amazon. I'm on Apple. I'm on iHeartRadio. I'm on Podchaser, uh, Stitcher, um, Spreaker, all of them. Uh, and 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 all you have to do is go there and hit those links and forward the show, or if you go or those that listen in the archive. Go to something different than blog talk and spread the show, and then that's how we beat them. But, you know, they're not going to. They don't have everything clamped down. They're not that. I mean, there's no way to stop the internet's their worst nightmare. I mean, you know, and I, it's like the show last night. I I found the show when I was listening to it, and and they had a good panel up there. And 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 again, these are the different podcast shows that we're listening to. This morning, I was on blog talk radio. Um, uh, it was a pretty popular show uh, I was listening to, um, and they were talking about some good points and whatnot. I don't really listen to during the day too much. That's when I sleep because I work for a shift, but I did it today, and I was like, you know, because I want – I'm going to stick true to what I promoted last night on the America Statesman Show. Let's link up all the shows and, and – and say, hey, you know, check out this, check out that, and, and let's make our voices heard. You know, uh, where were you on? I'm, I'm trying to figure out. I know I called this phone number, but you are you online or zooming right now? Also, yeah, I'm on Facebook. I'm on YouTube. Uh, no, I'm not on YouTube. Sometimes I always usually uh, podcast on YouTube, uh, but I'm on Facebook, Twitter. Yeah, you can go. You can go there now. My show on Amazon it won't be downloaded until later on tonight. I'm not live on Amazon, you know, or Apple, but but it'll be downloaded later on tonight, and people listen in the archives. They'll go back, like people around the world, like in uh, Australia and whatnot. They'll listen to my show tomorrow morning. You know, uh, or a lot of people. Some people drive to work. And listen, look at this guy in the chat room there. Joseph Gibson's a fed. <laughs> you know, idiot. <laughs> so what? <laughs> well, you got something to hide? <laughs> you know, I'm not a fed, but, you know, it's silliness. What platform is the show you did yesterday on? Oh, uh, no, they, I didn't do a show yesterday. I went on another American Statesman. She does a, a podcast show. Um, and... Uh, you know, and, and talks about similar issues, and is concerned about this country and republic. And she had a, a panel on of people. She had a, a few people on actually that were talking, uh, making good points and speaking. So uh, you know, she's in the chat room actually right now as we speak. Actually, or I think she still is. I'm not sure. Um, you know, uh, so yeah. Since we're going down this road and we're talking about we need to make the connectivity, how can you? Can you put together something, say, maybe like at the end of your show, you take about 30 seconds and you read off, let's say, Monday, Tuesday, a five-day schedule or something where there's different platforms where it can continue, just where we don't – because all I can ever talk to you is on Tuesday. Now, if I can sit in and listen to you on Monday or Wednesday or whatever, if I got an opportunity, I'd like to do that. But I don't know where it's at. No, I'm not on live. I'm not on live other than Tuesdays. I well, Listen, I've done this. I told Mike this. I offer my platform for anyone to use. I pay for it for seven days a week, and I only use it one day out of the week. You know, okay. so uh, but if anyone else is welcome to come on here and use my platform. So talk about whatever you want to play cards on it. I don't care. You want to play uh, play pinochle with each other? I don't care. Use the platform for something. You know, sign me up. 
Yeah, but but I will but no but but I will say this though. I will say this though, but you know, just don't come on here, you know, swearing and cussing and saying stupid stuff and threatening the government and stuff. But, you know, that's just asinine, you know. I'm looking to do the simple just pass information along that's true and real and everybody the, the, the more you know the better off you are the less you know the more trouble you're in yeah 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 no i know and but the thing of it is though but but the american statesman she did a show last night so she's on on monday nights obviously okay so i don't know what time actually she starts her show exactly i came in late last night see i'm, I'm i so many shows i can't give you the times but i could give you the days um but we gave out the websites too with mike he, uh, he said he might be starting up the zoom rooms again and uh you know in the future when he gets time you know so you know a righteous army you know that's very important um right you have my phone number now you see that number you can text me and give me your number, and then I can enter, and I can call you and talk to you and set up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's okay. I'll do that. I don't do that unless people tell me to, you know, because I don't, yeah. I don't save phone numbers because I respect everybody's Fourth Amendment and privacy rights. You know what I mean? I would never ever do that to anybody, you know. So, and, and that's because it's a responsibility you have, you know. And I would never do that to anybody when they call. Them. But most people, a lot of people, block their numbers, which is fine too. You can block your number. I don't mind. You know, so, but uh, if you want me to have your number, I'll call you. If you want me to call you, I don't have a problem with that either, you know. So, um, the thing of it is, is that, look, we're in this fight together, you know. And, and like you said, somebody said earlier, the, together we stand, why do we fall? You know, I mean, uh, what we're what we're what we're doing here is serious. This isn't a joke. It's not a game. It's not. We're not. You know, it, it's very important. Yeah. I think it is. I think I, that what's going on is, is sad. Did we I want to have that thought with what you're saying there, um, because it just dawned on me. It was almost like I just had an epiphany, Joe. Do you know this is this is actually sad. This is a really sad thing. Do you know that probably the vast majority, if not all, of the people that actually call into your show, that that makes the you know crank calls and stuff, yeah, um, they're doing that because they're listening. And do you know that it's that those people that call in and crank your show are closer to being able to accept the truth than all the other sheeple and people that are asleep. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, think about it. No, it's an epiphany I just had because those people are actually people that are like, they're calling in because their, their minds are agitated with all this stuff they're hearing on your, on your talk shows. Their, their, their yeah. minds, their consciences are bothering them. Their, their minds are running a million miles an hour. Like, ah, what a, this guy's, but but it's bothering them and it's and it's pressing on them and and they're like what's going on and then they make crank calls but they're seriously um, curious and and realizing that when well, what if this guy's right holy shit they're they're like on the verge of waking up they're in that waking up state and those are the people that are actually going to be the greatest supporters and and even potential leaders in the near future the other ones that just outright don't listen and don't call and and just they don't even make crank calls and they'll just hang up and, and they're, they're, they got a closed ear and a closed mind and they don't even want to hear about it. Th- those are those fake Christians we were talking about, the ones that are caught up in the world and caught up in the 501c3 churches and they've got their little belief systems that they're stuck on. Those are the ones yeah. that are in serious trouble. The ones that are, yeah. that are listening and that are even calling in with crank calls are, are the ones that are waking up, frankly. 
You're correct, man. So I, we, yeah, and, and with yeah. that, I'll give you your closing thoughts here to everybody. We'll start getting ready to wrap it up here. Anybody wants to get, get, you know, jump in here, 657-383-0616. Um, I was expecting a few guests here tonight, but they, they didn't show up. I, I invited two other people to come on, and they did not show up. Um, so uh, that's on them. You know, that's fine. If that's the way they, you know, they were busy maybe, that's fine. I, I, excuses. When we're, we're at war against evil right now. Uh, you know, we're at war. So excuses don't work with me on this. You know, my grandmother died. You know, I had a flat tire and stuff like that. It's so like I used to say to my employees, you know. You know, I used to have guys that would say, you know, they had five flat tires in a month, you know. I mean, you know, they had three grandmothers that died in a year, you know. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's like, come on, guys, you know, you don't play that game. You know, excuses. I don't want to hear excuses. You know, uh, we're we're in a battle here for our lives, for our country, for what's right. And, uh, you know, we've we got to do what's right. It's best. We all make mistakes. We're all at fault. None of us are perfect. But at the same time, as long as we try to do the right thing and search for the truth, then, you know, we can't go wrong, I would think. I mean, common sense. Um, Dave, you want to give some closing thoughts here tonight's podcast? Perfect, because what you just said is exactly the problem. People just have not had the tragedy or the actual suffering of losing everything that we take for granted. Your freedom, your peace, yeah. your gun. Just, just, just to be moral. When you can't be who you want to be, and that, that goes for everything. That goes for training. If that's what you want to be, that's fine. We always say, you know, that do what you want to do. Just stay in your own lane. But when that's taken from you and you can't do any of that, and that's what their goal is, to shut us down, get rid of us, dumb us down, get rid of us, wipe us off the face of the earth, and uh, to control us like that, it hasn't happened. To, it hasn't come to their front door and knocked on it yet, but it's standing outside. It's that, it's that crazy movie like Michael Myers. It's the, the, the new Halloween. Movie, the Michael Staying out on the edge of the road, looking at you, staring at you, you know, just staring at your house, and you're looking at him, thinking, what in the hell is this guy going to do? And that's what they're yeah. waiting. They're waiting. And it's just going to be yeah. – somebody's going to have to wake up to have – it's going to have to be something bad for a lot of people to realize it's, it's that bad. And I yield to that. And everybody listens to your voice. And just for the record here, everybody, that's the show that was on last night, or uh, I called in, the uh, American Statesman. It's on 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time um, uh, on Mondays, obviously. So 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, American Statesman. Check it out on Blog Talk Radio. talks about the, the issues that we basically talk about. takes uh, uh, maybe the same exact stance, actually. Let's callers call in, voice their opinion, uh, share, and... Um, you know, and that's what we need. So uh, those open types of platforms are very important and to uh, get the word out. And they're downloaded. These shows are archived. They're all downloaded on the Internet. And you'd be surprised how many people go back and listen uh, later on or tomorrow or whatnot. I have a guy that uh, faithfully listens to me on the way to work every single morning. You know, he, 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 my show is downloaded. He's sleeping now. He's, he's called in a couple times, you know, at late at night. You know, but he sleeps now, and, and uh, uh, he, he listens to the show on the way to work. That's a good feeling to know that somebody's going to listen to you on the way to work tomorrow morning. They're going to listen to your show. That, that's pretty cool, you know, when you think about it. You know, so you've got to say important things and, and do the right things and, and try the best. And this jerk in the chat room here, yeah, uh, Jailbird Joe. Joe will get you arrested, you know. Uh, uh, <laughs> guy's a clown. Like, people got to laugh at it. <laughs> Silly, you know. They've never been anything in life, and they're never going to be. Because if they have to belittle people like that, 
they're 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 just, they're just it's funny. They're Mike, funny. closing thoughts to tonight's show. I'll let everybody go early here tonight. You know, we'll, we can cut out of here about ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, early. no, God, I appreciate appreciate you, appreciate you, Joseph. Appreciate you, Dave. Always good to hear from you guys. And um, you guys. again, you know, a lot of the people out there that uh, you know make comments and stuff is because they're they're confused and they're they're agitated and they're trying to figure it out and they're they're waking up. So that's a good thing. Um, but yeah, God bless you guys, man. Have a great night. I'll talk to you guys. Yeah, uh, next I don't know week. how my 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 ending intro is going to play here tonight. So my studio is screwed up. So we'll just see what happens here. But everybody, uh, God bless the Republic. Save our Republic. And uh, see you next Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Save. I uh, wrote down your phone number, so I got it. I'll send you a text. Everybody, God bless. Take care. In high command, the brief negotiation term of surrender was
Will you stop talking about Sandy Hook? You're the guys that talk about Sandy Hook. Will you stop I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about Sandy Hook. You do. You do. Do you understand the pain that these families have gone through? What's your outlook on whether or not this can change? I think a lot of people my age are to the point where we just kind of accepted that this is what life in America is. money, an uncompromising culture of fanaticism, and a broken political system have all made this problem nearly impossible to solve. It's been about 24 hours since 10 people were shot. Several of those people were killed here at Central High School in St. Louis. We've seen some people bring by flowers, but it's eerily quiet. Given the number of shootings across America, this tragedy barely registered. In fact, by the time you're watching this film, you may have forgotten that this even happened. Do you go to school here? I do. Tell me, what was your day like yesterday? I thought it was a drill. Uh, we, we all thought it was a drill. And by the time the first fire alarm went off, we knew that it wasn't. It was shot. It was obvious that it was a big gun. You're 17 years old. Is there a generation of people in this country, young people in this country, who have just accepted that this is the reality? What's your outlook on whether or not this can change? I think a lot of people my age are to the point where we just kind of accepted that this is what life in America is. Every line passing by now is a massacre. A mass shooting means four or more people shot or killed, not including the shooter. Over the past decade, there have been more than 4,000 of them, 600 this year alone. The tragedies are so frequent, they blend together. The deadly shooting at an elementary school, and it is turning out to be worse than anyone could have imagined. While each one is a national news story, there's a routine to how it plays out. Shock and horror giving way to thoughts and prayers. Tonight, everyone in this arena and every citizen across the land sends our prayers to the victims and their families. And we all do. We hear from mourning family members and friends about their loved ones whose lives were cut short. She's just a wonderful person. She'd give anything for those kids. Anything. Even her life. And if the death toll is high enough or the victim's young enough, the president might visit the scene. I am sick and tired of it. Why are we willing to live with this carnage? Why do we keep letting this happen? Where in God's name is our backbone? When one town fades from the headlines, another takes its place. So it's been several months now since the Rod Elementary School shooting, and this memorial is untouched. There are so many memories and stuffed animals and dried flowers, and the families in Uvalde are fighting to make sure that this shooting and what happened here is not forgotten. Shut, shut, Get inside! Go, go, go! 
In May, a gunman entered an elementary school and murdered 19 children and two teachers. What are we doing here? My Can you hear me, sir? Please put your firearm down. Police waited more than an hour before confronting the shooter, who was using an AR-15 style rifle, the same semi-automatic weapon used in the deadliest school shootings of the past decade. He purchased the gun legally. When we got the call that we never wanted, you know. Javier Casares' nine-year-old daughter, Jacqueline, was killed that day. You get a call about 11.45 that there's a possible active shooter at the school. And I did what any parent would do. I went straight over there. We're there within, you know, about five minutes, and I heard shots, at least four shots. And then we start seeing students come out of the, you know, they're breaking windows, and they're taking some of the kids out. And you know, at that time, you know, I'm, I'm hoping to see my daughter come through that window. And it never happened. They worked on it for a while, but there's nothing that they could actually sew back together. It was just the damage was so intense. Javier is a gun owner, but after what happened, he's decided to run for county commissioner on a platform of gun safety measures. He's up against the man who was also the acting police chief on the day of the shooting. It's a struggle every day, you know. The, the only thing that keeps us going really is fighting for change. That's what's helping me cope. Once we're home, that's when it hurts, you know. We all miss her. Do you think that change can happen from a county commission seat up to national politics? I'm hoping so, you know. I'm, I'm going to do my best to do what I can, you know. Like I said, I'm, I'm a parent first. I'm not a politician, but, you know, I have that drive, that fight in me. Red Cross lost his 10-year-old son, Uzziah, in the same shooting. He loved this area, so he would run around this damn thing like crazy. And they would always stop about right here um, when they were chasing and running each other. So, a better place, you know. Since then, he's become a leader in local efforts to hold officials accountable. The sounds of children screaming have been removed was the caption that played right before they released the hallway video. Their screams weren't just removed from that video. Their voices have been silenced completely. The flag upside down, it's, our country is in distress right now, and we have to do something. What are the changes that you want to see? I want laws that our common sense that can prevent these things. And I fear that most of this country and all of the government and everything, it's not going to change their minds because it wasn't their kids. The weapon... After Uvalde, Murphy was able to get a modest gun safety bill passed for the first time in three decades. It increased gun background checks, gave money to states for red flag laws, and invested in mental health services. It broke some of the Washington inertia, but fell short of the real policy changes that would end this crisis. Why do you think it's so difficult to find compromise on the issue of gun reform and gun safety? This is such a 
crazy issue because 90% of Americans support um, changes like universal background checks, and yet we can't get it done. When I got to the Senate in 2013, I came to a place where there was this mythology that had been built up over generations about the power of the NRA. You couldn't cross the NRA. Absolutely not if you were a Republican, but even if you were a Democrat, you weren't supposed to cross the NRA. In 2013, that was the world that we lived in. Even with this bill that passed in the, the summer, there have been horrific mass shootings since then. Are you doing enough? We're absolutely not doing enough. Um, this bill will save uh, a whole lot of lives. Uh, none of it is implemented yet, but when it is implemented, it's going to have a downward pressure on mass shootings. So we made progress. We, we sort of shifted the entire paradigm this summer. But until we do universal background checks, until we ban assault weapons, we're still going to have.